0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, February 18th, 2021. I hope that I don't sound like uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Looks like I'm a little out of focus. There we go. As you can tell, I have a new hat. This was my Christmas hat. I usually get a Christmas hat for myself. This came way late, so (laughs) Uh, that's why the new hat. Anyway... Uh, I apologize to those of you who've been waiting so patiently in, in the chat room. Um, it's been crazy here uh, with the weather. And that's what I want to talk about, actually. But um, it's, it's been one of those cases where, you know, being self-employed and, and with a website, trying to deal with a dead car battery f- for a week and a half and my grocery supply running out, um, it's, it's just been a mess. So anyway, uh, before we get to today's little article and my high-octane speculations, uh, the housekeeping, we do have a vid chat tomorrow that will be 6.30 U.S. Central Time. As usual, I'll be in there early. However, I want to caution everybody. Where I'm living right now, they are having these rolling power blackouts. Now, supposedly the chances of that happening tomorrow during the vid chat have decreased a lot in the last couple of days. But I just want to let you know, if you show up for the vid chat and for some reason I'm late or don't show up, uh, it may be due to a power blackout. So I am planning to have it, but if, you know, I, I don't show up as usual by around, let's say, Uh, 4 to 4.30 when we normally start the pre-chat or even earlier than that when I'm in the chat room. Um, Just make a note of it and uh, try and show up again at 6.30 and I'll start the vid chat. But just realize that we are having these really bad rolling power blackouts due to the weather. Now, that's what I want to talk about. I even blogged about it today, but I've I've been doing kind of a mini deep dive on this weather story, and I had a lot of people emailing me, did I suspect something fishy about this weather? Well, I blogged about it last night, and it it came out today, and I thought, yeah, there's there's something else going on here. A member of my website told me that another member of the website had told him that at a certain point during this winter storm that just hit the United States, for those of you uh, over in Europe or down in uh, South America or over in Australia, this this storm was a doozy. And uh, these friends said that it was actually warmer in Fort Wayne, Indiana than Fort Worth, Texas uh, at one point. And if you look at the map, of course, Fort Wayne, Indiana is <laughs> considerably farther north (laughs) than Fort Worth, Texas. This storm just came out of nowhere. Now, this is what I want to talk about today. And I want to give you some high-octane speculations about what I think may be going on, and then to mention a book, if I can remember to mention it. Uh, Let me make a little note here. But I want to talk about an article that someone sent me just today as I was doing this kind of mini dive into this into this freakish weather. And um, this article sums it up because I ha- also had people emailing me, members of the website, saying that it has been unusually cool where they are. Now, we have members on this website in Australia, in New Zealand, uh, in South America, Uruguay, Peru, Ecuador, and so on and so forth. And They're all saying the same thing during the Southern Hemisphere's summer, which is now. They're having a very unusually cool summer. And, of course, the winter here has been abysmal with this storm. So I want to draw your attention to an article that someone just sent me. And this is kind of a summary, a pull together of weather stories globally right now during this time period. The article's titled, quote, Global Warming my ass. Um, snow and cold records are falling around the world, from Greece to Japan and Libya. And meanwhile, the sun is blank. And latch on to these folks. I'm. This is going to be an unusual news and views, because I'm not going to read that much of the article, but just read you the headline section headlines from this article, because you'll get the idea. So here we go, quote, snow in Libya for the first time in 15 years. The Green Mountain in northeastern Libya was veiled white this week as snow fell in the area for the first time in 15 years. The rare flurry began on Monday. This is this last Monday while we're in the United States in the middle of this big storm and is expected to continue for at least two more days. In other words, about two and a half days of snow in Libya. (laughs) Okay. All right. Next story. Listen to this one. Quote, three dead as worst snowstorm in over a decade hits Athens, Greece. Okay. Three people died on Tuesday as a heavy snowfall fell, and gale force winds hit Greece, disrupting road and sea transport. And imagine looking up at the Parthenon, and it's covered in snow. Now, it does snow in these places, but what is unusual, I think, is that this is happening all at the same time, all right? Now listen to this next one. Quote, heavy blizzard hits Istanbul, Turkey, okay? Let me repeat that heavy blizzard hits Istanbul, Turkey. The snowfall of Istanbul is is experiencing is expected to be as harsh as the winters of 1987, 2002, and 2004. So in other words, they haven't had a snow like this in 17 years. In 1987, Istanbul had one of the worst winters where snow reached depths of one meter and some people were stranded in their homes for days. So, Libya, Athens, (laughs) Istanbul. Listen to this one. Five million in northern Mexico without power as winter storm in Texas freezes natural gas pipelines. And this is interesting. Listen, freezing weather in the United States state of Texas left almost five million people in northern Mexico without power on early Monday as a shortage of natural gas disrupted electricity production. Mexico's government-owned utility, the Federal Electricity Commission, said on uh, Monday its operations were interrupted as the winter storm in Texas froze natural gas pipelines. And so on and so forth. And then the article ends... With more deep freeze news, listen to this, quote, in the United States, Russia, Italy, Saudi Arabia, and meanwhile heavy snowfall is being reported across the Middle East. Listen to this, folks, listen. In Syria, Lebanon, Israel, Palestine, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, and Egypt, unquote. Now, folks, I can buy snow in Athens. Ah. Sorry, folks. Didn't unplug the phone. I can buy snow in Athens. I can buy snow in Istanbul. I can even buy snow in northeastern Libya. Egypt and Saudi Arabia, that's very unusual. Now, the article goes on to mention something that I mentioned in my blog. And that is a solar minimum. It says the sun is blank. Today, this is a couple days ago. Today, the sun is blank. The same for the last 13 days. 63% of the days or 30 days were spotless in 2021. We are in a deep solar minimum and there's no way out. And the article even puts a picture. I couldn't even print off. Of the Sun and you'll notice a complete lack of sunspots it's just there okay and when that happens we go into solar minimums and we have little mini ice ages and hold on to that I'm going to get back to it it says the Sun is blank and we are in a deep solar minimum high above the earth's surface near the edge of space our atmosphere is losing heat energy if current trends continue, it could soon set a space age for record cold. Put that in your global warming pipe and smoke it, Greta. For the next 20 years, it's going to get colder and colder on average. The fact is the sun rules the sea temperature, and the sea temperature rules the climate. The jet stream will be wilder. There will be no more wild, there will be more wild temperature changes, more hail events. More earthquakes, more extreme volcano events, more snow in the winters, lousy summers, late springs, short autumns, and more and more crop failures, unquote. Now, (laughs) on that cheery note, the article ends. So, I want to talk about weather manipulation technology. Because... If we are going to assume that this last series of storms that apparently are going on all over the world are the result of manipulation by man, then we have two possibilities. That these things are... The blowback unintended consequences of our tinkering around with ever larger planetary wide systems like ionospheric heaters, like very low frequency and ultra low frequency antennas, you know, those big antennas that are several miles long that they bury in the earth to communicate with uh, submarines and so on and so forth. Now, you cannot tell me that any of these things, ionospheric heaters, ground-based antennas and so on, do not have resonance effects on the Earth and therefore have unintended resonance effects on weather and weather systems. So that's number one. But also, you can deliberately engineer these systems. And I suspect that there may be a bit of this going on, because as you see, Mr. Global Loaning has been buying up farmland, has been uh, trying to push 3D printed meat, artificial meat. No thank you, Bale Gates. They're doing all sorts of stuff in conjunction with this weather uh, modification experiment that I'm speculating about. and. There are, uh, as I pointed out in the blog today, there are political reasons why they may want to uh, create all of these storms, at least in the United States. I can't talk about the politics of Libya or Saudi Arabia or Turkey and so on and so forth, but all of these places are being hit. I suspect, in addition to this, we have the solar minimum. And there's two ways to read this if you're toying around as I am, with the speculation that some of this is either blowback and unintended consequences of playing around with these systems or is a result of deliberate engineering. and that's this solar minimum. Um, as a reader pointed out during the blog uh, of the blog that I' have posted today, It's not an either-or thing. You can deliberately manipulate weather systems in conjunction with. Sorry, folks. (laughs) Hang on. The the canine home security unit is in action. Shiloh. Shiloh. Thank you. Go lay down. Oh my, what a day. (laughs) Welcome to my world, folks. (laughs) Storms, phone ringings, (laughs) Shiloh. She was barking at somebody across the street. But anyway, um, back to where I was. If you're talking about deliberately engineered systems, these can be done in conjunction with a solar minimum, which is a naturally occurring event. Now, here's where it gets dicey and dodgy. I've entertained the speculation for many, many years that extremely large planetary systems, like ionospheric heaters, that can play with the magnetosphere of the planet and raise or lower the magnetosphere, that these types of technologies might also possibly have magnetic resonance effects on the sun itself and if you've noticed if you're playing around with your ionospheric heater up there in norway or up there in alaska or wherever it is if you're playing around with it and you notice changes in solar activity eventually you will be able to figure out what you need to do to damp or attenuate or enhance solar activity by dint of this magnetic resonance effect on the sun. So in other words, it might even be that we are looking at the possibility, it's a remote one, I want to stress that, but it nevertheless is there, that we might be looking at the possibility that the whole system is either being engineered or there are unintended consequences on a system-wide planetary and perhaps even stellar basis of all these technologies and we're seeing the result. Now, that sounds wild and, wo- and woolly. I am suspecting personally uh, that it is perhaps about 50-50. In other words, that they have got to the point where they've noticed these unintended consequences of these vast planetary uh, engineering systems, and they've been able to figure out to a certain degree how these systems combine with each other and can affect each other. So in other words, I'm suggesting that they may not have and I would doubt that they do, have total control over these resonance effects if they are indeed happening on the sun. But if they are happening, then I do imagine that they may have uh, figured out at least some of the laws by which that operates. Now, what I'm suggesting here is something that a lady, if you don't know this lady, I want to recommend a book of hers to you. Uh, to go out and read. The lady's name is Elana Freeland, F-R-E-E-L-A-N-D, and the book is titled Under an Ionized Sky, because the whole book is precisely about all of these weather modification technologies and the way that they might work with each other to create some truly stupendous effects she has said and she did this in an interview i did with her about a year ago in the members area on the website for those of you who are members and don't know about this interview go into the members area and look at that interview during that interview she said something very interesting and i want you to bear this in mind given all of these strange weather events given the fact and here's, here's her reasoning. Given the fact that we have all of these technologies which can modify or manipulate weather systems, and let's remember, weather systems are planetary-wide systems. You cannot manipulate the weather over here and not affect things over there. So by the, by dint of weather manipulation itself, you're affecting the entire planet. Well, she said something very interesting, given the fact that these technologies exist, given the fact of the American military's interest in them, not to mention the militaries of Russia, China, you know, the usual, the usual list of suspects, given that all of these countries have these weather manipulation technologies. Is there any more such a thing as completely natural weather? And her answer is no, because these systems have been around for a while and they have uh, effects on other systems and therefore effects on the weather. And that's basically my reasoning about the sun. We might be inducing resonance effects in the sun itself, which in turn amplifies or creates effects back here on Earth. So is there any such thing as completely natural weather anymore? Probably not. So I suspect that there is a heavy degree of weather manipulation going on here. Whether intentional or uh, unintended consequences of manipulating other things, I lean toward intentional at this juncture. So anyway, that's my news. Yeah, Dane Wigginton uh, does some uh, argument like this. Um. Eternal Recursion says the argument that humans affect the patterns of weather is the global warming argument. Yes, but with a difference. The global warming people are saying this is due to cow farts. Alana Freeland and I are saying this is due to the existence of actual uh, weather manipulation technology that has been researched, perfected, and strived for or sought by various militaries around the world for quite some time global warming in my opinion can be used as a and for that matter climate change can be used as a meme to disguise that activity number 1 and number 2 can be used as a way since most people don't believe mankind can do these things those those memes can be used to deny or or persuade people who don't believe that that these are all just acts of nature and acts of God and Mr. Global only can you use that to pursue the agenda even further so yeah um, it's it's uh, everybody's uh, Kathmandu says so which military is doing this everybody but particularly the United States read Elana Freeland's book folks if you don't believe that this technology exists, Go out there and do the research for yourself and start with a lot of patents. Uh, it's been around for a very, very long time. Anyway, anyway, yeah, you can't undo this. This this is the problem um, without undoing the last 150 years or so of technological development. Anyway, that's my thought for the day, folks. Uh, pay attention to Elana Freeland's book. Under an Ionized Sky, it's a very, very worthwhile book. HARP, yes, High Altitude Auroral Research Project, that's another one. If you look, in fact, uh, Illo Ranolo, HARP, if you look at the HARP patents that uh, established that thing, weather modification is specifically mentioned in the patents for the first ionospheric heater. So in other words, this is a technology that's been around for a very, very long time. And how did they say they were going to modify the weather? Well, by raising and lowering pressure zones, moving the jet stream thereby, in other words, literally steering weather systems. So anyway, there we go, folks. I'll see you on the flip side. Don't forget the vid chat tomorrow. Don't forget we're having rolling blackouts, so I might be late or I might not show up at all. Just you know, cross your fingers. That's it, folks. Bye-bye. We'll see you on the flip side.